guys, it's Tiara Jasmine Fielding, and you're listening to Broadway Babe 2000. We have so many fun things to discuss this week. There's always so many great things going on in the Broadway world, and I'm super excited that I have a friend here to talk about them with me. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Shane. This is Shane. I've known him for a little while now, a couple months. We actually have a pretty funny story about how we met that we'll talk about in a little while. But I thought it would be such a great idea to bring him on. He's a huge theater lover. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you've come to be involved in theater now? Well, as you know, I am a huge theater nerd. And um, I currently go to school at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, also known as AMDA. And I am in my second semester. And I'll be going into my third in the summer, hopefully. And um, yeah. That's so exciting. And I always love talking to other huge theater nerds because when I first met Shane, I was like, I'm going to get along with this kid so well because we could just geek out over things going on in the theater world. And he is a, like, he is a spitting image almost of Ben Platt, which is just like the funniest thing. Everybody says it to him all the time. What do people say to you? People always like tell me like, do you know that you look like Ben Platt and stuff like that? And sometimes I get confused as Ben Platt, which is pretty weird because like he's been my idol for so many years and like now I look like him. It's just very strange, but I'm blessed. And on Halloween, you dressed up as one of his characters from The Politician, right? Yes, I did. And I went to one of the filming locations to take pictures for Instagram. It was amazing. That's so awesome. And you actually got to meet Ben Platt. I did. I ran into him. That must have been the funniest thing. Did you say to him, like, don't we look alike? Or did he say you look like me or anything like that? No, I was like such in shock. (laughs) I wasn't expecting to see him at Wicked. I would have been in shock too, honestly. I maybe would have peed myself a little. Yeah. I'm surprised but, I didn't. <laughs> it should, did you just like turn and notice him? How did that even happen? Well, um, what's it called? Before the show, I was with my friend Bree, and um, she also like jokes around and says that I look like Ben Platt. And um, on her like Twitter, she's like, "Haha, I'm seeing Wicked with Ben Platt." And then next thing you know, my friend who was also there with me, he was like, "Ben Platt is actually in the audience, not like a joke." to you but he's actually in the audience and we were like dying and then um i had to go to the bathroom really bad during act two but i was not going to miss hannah Curnow's no good deed or any of her moments because she's such an amazing alphabet so after the show i ran to the bathroom and next thing you know i saw him and i died i would honestly be flipping out if i saw him like i'd i'd cry but that's just so funny and you guys okay. will see on my instagram Shane really does look like Ben. Like, I'm not lying. He could honestly play, like, his body double in the show if Ryan Murphy wanted him to. I wish. (laughs) It may happen. Who knows? But, yeah. So, we're both theater students doing musical theater in college. So, we've had this transition due to the coronavirus to online learning. And it's definitely been something different, for sure. I mean, how's it been going for you, Shane, taking dance, acting, music classes all online? It's definitely been a difficult change. We're all not used to this. And obviously the schools aren't used to this because this is the first time a pandemic's ever happened. Like Broadway's never been closed for this long, Mm -hmm. like ever. So I know it's crazy. 
adjusting to it is pretty rough, but it's pretty like inspiring to see how people are adjusting to like this new way of learning. <laughs> so I've been doing like self tapes basically for mm-hmm. my dance classes and everything, where I'll like like a tape of me singing or dancing, and I'll send it in, and then they critique it, and then send some reviews and stuff back, and then we'll adjust and learn from that way. That's awesome. That's definitely a creative way of learning new art forms, especially in dance, because I know I'm less skilled dancer. I'm more of a mover with a really great face to make up for the rest of the dancing. So it's definitely been interesting for me as well to learn on these type of platforms. I mean, voice lessons are pretty easy to do through Mm. FaceTime. You would agree, right? Just because like you get feedback right away and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And it's just like more consistent than doing an acting class or like a performance over Zoom. Have you had to do those like where like everybody makes their screen black and like they close out, mute themselves. So just the people in the acting scene are like on. Yeah, we've done that. Isn't that so funny and interesting? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Have there been any like times in your classes where things just like went haywire with that well knowing technology sometimes it always just crashes and everything Mm -hmm. so sometimes we've been doing like scenes and we're in like the middle of a very emotional scene and zoom just likes to crash zoom's like peace out i'm not working anymore (laughs) no i totally get what you mean it's definitely interesting and it's just crazy hopefully we'll all be back in new york city in I mean, if I if it was my choice, I'd be in New York City right now. I wouldn't have came home at all. And it's probably the same for you. Yeah. You would have been in the Winter Garden right now, like, protesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just been crazy. And hopefully things will get back to normal soon. I miss Broadway so much. And it just breaks my heart to see all the sadness that this has brought upon, but it also upslipped me to realize how many great things have come out of this, how much creativity is coming out of this and how much inspiration for our future is coming out of this. Wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seeing all these new kinds of like art forms coming out of quarantine is very inspiring. I mean, TikTok has just blown up. And I know yeah, we have TikToks. So many theater kids are getting popularity off of there. And I think it's so awesome that the theater community is so supported because people don't even realize they're using these sounds from shows like Heather's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has taken off on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And basically, they do you want to explain like to people who don't know TikTok, like what they're doing with these sounds? So basically, like with these sounds, people are kind of like lip syncing and like putting like different um i don't know what i'm trying to say but like basically they're just lip lip syncing to the sounds and everything and having a good time yeah yeah. and it's super funny because they're like there's this one with veruca salt in chocolate factory and it's like daddy buy me north korea and like you see all these like famous people doing it little honey did it who's like interesting in his own words but it's just yeah when i first heard that sound on tiktok i was like wait Isn't this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I was like, it's not even the old one. It's the revival. So it's super funny. I was like, where's Christian Borrell? Like, is he about to hop in the conversation? (laughs) But yeah, so Shane and I actually met 
under like extremely weird circumstances, like extremely weird. So let's talk about this. We met seeing Slave Play, which I've spoken about this on my podcast before, that I got free tickets to Slave Play through Twitter, thanks to Mr. Alex Brightman. Mm-hmm. And like it was just what what was your side of the story that night? How did it all, it all happen for you? So I just got done class and I was walking back from Lincoln Center, and I was just listening to music on my way back. I wasn't my phone was like dying. I was trying not to like go on my phone, and then as I walk into my room, I just put my bags down, and then I get a text, and then I check my phone, and I just check my phone like as I usually do after school, and then on Twitter. I just saw his tweet that was like 10 seconds ago. I was like, oh my God. So I dropped everything and just replied to that. And luckily enough, he replied and history was made. History was made. So basically Alex Priman tweeted like, I have four free tickets to see Slave Play tonight. Like my treat, first four people to text back, we'll get them. So I was sitting in my dorm room like, going to see the show called Dork Night with my friend Drayden. And then all of a sudden on Twitter, I see Alex Brightman and I say, I'm going to see Slave Play. <laughs> like, screw this Dork Night show. And I tweet back and Alex Brightman like responds to me right away. And I'm like, I'm like, can my friend come too? Like, <laughs> and he let me and my friend go. And then we get to the theater, we pick up the tickets. The tickets were like $272 each, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just so crazy. And then, yeah, his name was on the the last four digits of his credit card, I think, too. But, like, I wouldn't try to figure out the other numbers. I have the ticket stuff, like, saved. It's, like, all saved. You probably have it saved, too, right? Yeah, it's up in New York, though. Oh, all your stuff's still at school? Yeah, because my school, they didn't know, like, how bad it was going to be. So we're going to go back in, like, three weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't until like later that they said that um the rest of the semester is going to be remote. So are you going to be in the same room like whenever you go back or are they like having movers move your things out because that's what they're doing at my school. But I had already gotten my things out because I only live like 40 minutes away from the city. I'd assume that they'd let us go up and get our stuff because mm-hmm. our next semester starts um like late July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the good thing about AMDA. Like they let you, like you could fast track the BFA, which is super awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to Alex Brightman. I have all of his things saved, and then I see this boy and this girl come sit down, and we introduce ourselves to each other, and then we just had a great conversation. We were also mind blown with what was going on. Like it was so confusing, so exhilarating. We yeah. saw the show. Like, what well, what were your thoughts that night? My heart was like racing because like my absolute idol gave me a ticket to see a show that I wanted to see for like a long time, mm-hmm. and like meeting all these like different people from like different colleges, but they were all like my age. So it was very cool to make new friends. And it was really funny because we were there on like a special night too. I believe it was the LGBTQ plus night or something like that. So they had speakers after the show. And then funny enough, after the show, we wanted to go try to thank Alex Brightman. So we tried to meet him at the stage door. Unfortunately, he was not there, but I would not give up. (laughs) It was the funniest thing. My friend Drayden came with Shane and I and this girl, Brittany, who goes 
to another school in the city who's super nice and we like all like made a little crew and then after we were like all tweeting thanks alex like it was the cutest thing ever people even recognized us at the slave play oh yeah that was and i think they recognized you because like you have like a recognizable face because you do <laughs> like them flat so they were like this kid oh my god <laughs> love that but yeah that was just the craziest night and then we've always stayed in contact after that I saw Shane at Broadway Con. He was dressed mm-hmm. as Evan Hansen. Yep. Because, like, you might as well, like, milk it out, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh-huh. like, I look like Ben Platt. Might as well, like, flaunt it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was just such a funny coincidence. And I'm so happy to have met you. Like, you're such a sweet person. And it's so nice of you to be doing this with me. So this week's Broadway Bay of the Week is the one and only Orfe, who's an icon queen legend. She slayed the game as Paulette in Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. She slayed the game in Pretty Woman with her husband, Andy Carroll. What are your feelings, Shane? I love Orfe. When I first listened to the Legally Blonde OBC, I was like, why is the lady who plays Paulette? Perfect. I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> She's just spot on. She's amazing. And I was like, I have to like follow her with like her career. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so cool how her husband and her do shows together. I think that's so iconic. How they did Legally Blonde and how they did Pretty Woman. And I think they were even in Night Fever too. Yeah, they were. That's how they met. I was about to say, I think that's like when they started dating actually. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, they've been able to do so many shows together. It's like they probably have the same agent, so they're a package deal. You know, you get one, you get the other. Yeah. And they're the perfect couple to play, like, husbands and wives. And it's funny because mm-hmm. in Legally Blonde, Andy Carl, or Faye's husband, played both her ex-boyfriend, like ex-husband, who was, like, trailer trash man. And then he also played Kyle, which is her love interest in the show. So it's fun yeah. to see both sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just love her so much. And she has such a killer voice. I mean, she slays for days. And she could riff on top of any Elwoods any day, I tell you. If, yeah. if it was like a couple years earlier and she could pull off playing a college student, then that role would have been hers easily. Mm-hmm. I actually saw Orfe um, last year at BroadwayCon when she did the Pretty Woman battle. She's so amazing, right? Yeah. And such a sweet person, too. I've had so many conversations with her over Instagram and in person, and she's always been so nice, and she reposts my Instagram stories, which is super sweet. And Mm -hmm. I just love getting support from those in the theater community. So, Shane, I know you're a big fan of The Office, which is an amazing show. I love The Office. And there's actually an Office musical. Have, yes. you, have, have you heard anything from it before? I did. I heard their one number from, like, their opening number, and I love it. And The Office is just so funny. So I find it hysterical that they've made it into a musical. And they're actually making a musical parody of Parks and Recreation. It's by the same guys who did The Office, which I think is awesome. Because The Office has been off-Broadway for a little while now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just super excited because Parks and Rec is more my show. I know you said you're a bigger fan of The Office, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So who's your favorite Office character? I really love Phyllis. I think oh she's God, a legend. And that's the same actress who played Sadness in Inside Out. Yes, I would love for that to be a musical too. That would be such a great musical. I wonder how they would do that though. Like, would they put them in big, like, puffy costumes or just like paint them every night, like Elphaba or something? Disney will find a way. Disney will find a way. Maybe it will be one of the shows that come after quarantine. Hopefully. But yeah, so Bob and Toby McSmith, the creators of the production's Friends, the musical parody, and The Office, a musical parody revealed their next project will be Parks and Rec, the unauthorized musical parody. Currently in development, the musical will send off of the hit TV show and will be produced off-Broadway when theaters are able to reopen. And it's going to be really awesome. And I love Parks and Rec. Like, I would obsess over this show. I would obsess over Chris Pratt for weeks when I was like 15, I would like literally cry next to the TV wanting him to marry me. So if he was to come see the show, I'd freak out, but it's highly unlikely. Hopefully Amy Poehler sees it. Oh yeah, maybe her, maybe Tina Fey will even go see it with her good friends that they are. Yeah, that theater's res- relatively close to um, the August Olsen where Mean Girls is playing too. Yeah, Tina could just like walk waltz on over and you know what's funny i was talking to people about how when theater comes back we were wondering if they're gonna like stunt cast if people like tina fey is she gonna play the mom in mean girls is she gonna play the teacher because that would bring so much revenue and so many people wanting to drive to go to the theater even though people are really scared about being in close spaces in close proximity with others like, do you think that that's something that they might do, like stunt cast everything? Oh, yeah, definitely. I expect to see a lot of stunt cast when they come back. And I feel like Tina Fey and Mean Girls would be a brilliant stunt cast since it's she wrote not it. Cameron Dallas. Yeah. I'm glad Kyle's back, even though there's no Broadway right now. I know. You know, who I, you know who I feel bad for? The people that were supposed to open their shows right as COVID-19 really hit New York City. Six was supposed to open the night Broadway closed. Fortunately, I did get to see it. And Sing Street, what did you think of Six? You loved it, right? This was incredible. I've been waiting to hear that or see that show for like over a year. So seeing it was like very surreal. And one of the actresses has been showing up to your classes, right? Which class? Well, she hasn't been showing up to my classes, but oh, she has an Zooms. Oh, the Zoom classes. So, um, she's actually an actress from the West End, mm-hmm. and she offers some Zoom classes from over in London, mm-hmm. over Zoom, where she teaches some like choreography from the shows and everything. And yeah. That's so awesome and so sweet of her. That must have freaked you out the first time. Did they tell you she was going to be in the class or did she just happen to pop up? She was the one who did the class. We signed up for her. Like you signed up for her class. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if it was like your acting class and then the teacher like had a random girl show up and you were like, oh my God, that's her. Oh no. And what's her name? Her name is Amy Atkinson. She's Mm -hmm. Catherine Howard. That's so awesome. I love that show so much. 
people like Sabrina Carpenter, who is more of a pop singer, who just opened as the new Katie and Mean Girls. She didn't get a long opportunity, and now her contract is over. So I bet they're going to make circumstances where she'll be able to come back to the show and perform again and stuff like The Music Man that was supposed to open in June, which I know you have mixed feelings about, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> was supposed to open in June with Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman. Like, they probably are contracted in for at least a year and a half because that would be a new show and they would be up for awards and stuff, I'm assuming, just because they're very big names in the industry. So I wonder how that's going to go. What do you think? Um, I'm not too sure. I think they're still going to, like, open up. I'm pretty sure it was a fall opening. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that um, next year's Tony Awards will be great. Mm-hmm. They figure out what they're doing with this year's Tony Awards. Yeah, it's really crazy because there's so many rules and regulations with the Tonys, and half of the shows that would have been considered didn't even open. Mm-hmm. So award shows like the Drama Desk and a bunch of off-Broadway award shows have still taken place and still nominated the shows that were supposed to open, I guess, because that's just like the right moral thing to do, nominate the shows even though they didn't open because these are such unusual circumstances. Mm-hmm. I know Broadway will come back. What are you looking forward most to once things get back to normal? Just seeing shows. Looking forward to getting back into my routine up at school and learning and trying to be the best performer that I can be. And of course, seeing shows. Which show are you most looking forward to seeing? I think I have to go back and see Six again because it was just so good the first time. Need to go again. Yeah, that show is so amazing. It was, to me, it felt more like a stage concert, but Mm -hmm. it was definitely like... I was like in the feels. I didn't expect some of the things that were like darker in the show. So I really appreciated the colors. Yeah. Listening to like the album, you didn't really hear like all of like that, like different like tones that they Mm -hmm. have throughout the whole show. But when you see it in person, then it brings it all into like a whole different light. Yeah, there's more depth. You see their like raw emotion and the meaning behind it through physicality, which is something we learn in theater classes. And it's really awesome to see that perform and preserved on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just excited for things to get back to normal. I'm excited to go back to New York City and see a show with you. And yeah. <laughs> what show should we see? Are we going to protest outside of the Winter Garden? I don't know. We might. I remember we were all planning to go see Beetlejuice together. Yeah. But now it's going to happen. Unless we see it on tour. Shane loves Beetlejuice so much. And we're so sad that now it's officially closed. Okay, let's talk about one more thing that's like juicy topic. What do you think happened with Sophia and Caruso? I'm not really sure. I mean, the website says that she left to go pursue a film career. But I feel like they should have announced that like beforehand. Yeah, like, it was the fish announcement. Her last performance was, like, a week before she posted that. So Mm -hmm. I thought thought that was, like, pretty fishy. But Like, for such a big star, they usually make an announcement, like, oh, we're going to miss you so much. It just happened very quick, but Perez really came in. She did the thing. 
she replaced her. I wonder who they were going to have like as the full replacement because they were supposed to announce that like the next week and then Broadway closed. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Maybe we could like give some big Broadway. Pre- Let's give Scott Rudin a call. Yeah. Hey, Scott. So uh, who was going to take over? But yeah, it's just crazy. And maybe we will go see Beetlejuice on tour. Maybe in Buffalo or something. We'll take a road trip. Mm-hmm. Road trip. If not, we could go see Sing Street. I had tickets to see the first preview. I had tickets for them too, and they got taken away. Like they yeah. gave me my money back. But did you get like the forty dollar tickets? Yeah. Me too. That's so funny. I would have seen you, and I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, Shane, long time no see." What a coincidence. What a coincidence. dink. But yeah, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to get back to New York City with you and all my other friends. Continue to explore musical theater and our career paths because I know we're both super passionate about that stuff and our dreams will come true one day. Mm-hmm. And if anything, you got Ben Platt's looks. So okay. you already checked off a couple boxes there. But yeah, I just want to thank you so much. I want to think, do you have any last words or anything you want to plug or anything or Instagram? Um, go follow my TikTok. What's your TikTok username? Shane, S-H-A-N-E-M-C-B. He has a pretty funny Twitter too. Do you want to plug your Twitter? Yes, it's at ready, set, not yet. Like the third song in Beetlejuice. He always gets so many likes on his tweets. Like, and I'm like, I want those likes from the theater community. Like, it's not fair. Like, I want to be like quirky theater, but people probably are like, this girl's just like annoying. She's like obsesses with it so much. But, But yeah, go follow Shane's TikTok, his Twitter, his Instagram is tagged at BroadwayBabe2000. And then you could spot him looking like Ben Platt. But. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you're a great audience, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye.